lovelies to the Ultimate Dance Business Podcast. My name is Deborah Laws, the dance business expert. My passion is to help you turn your passion into profit while guiding you to work less and earn more. I'm super excited to share interviews with you that I know will inspire and motivate you in your schools, as well as my solo shows where I shall be sharing some great tips and strategies. So if you love the show, please do remember to review, subscribe and share it with your fellow dance boss friends. So let's get stuck into the business of dance. Excited today to introduce you to my friend and fellow business entrepreneur, Tracy. I'm not going to try and say your surname. Tracy, welcome. Can you tell me how to pronounce your surname? Smolinski. Tracy Smolinski. <laughs> now, Tracy and I met um, two or three years ago, actually, because Tracy was running a retreat with her friend and partner, Dawn Evans. And I was at that stage, Tracy, where we'd been in lockdown and I was desperate for some female company, but not just female company, but female like-minded company. Hence, kind of last minute, I found myself at your retreat with a beautiful bunch of women. And that's where we first connected. And that word is actually quite key to this podcast because connection is what you're all about. Tell us tell us a little bit about what you do, Tracy. Yeah, sure. So I, I run a, a networking and connections agency based in South Wales, but I've got a really funny story to share with you because when I first started networking back in 2007, bearing in mind, I'd come from a really um, hard sales background, selling advertising space. And I used to work for the Western Mail and Echo in Cardiff. And my last job before I went into networking or actually found the networking scene, if you like, was with Enterprise Magazine based in, in South Wales in Bridgend. And my boss at the time said, I want you to go out networking. And I said, networking, what's all that about? And he said, oh, well, you go to these events, you swap your business cards and you do business. Now, I was actually useless at networking because when I first started, I would go up to people and say, hi, I'm Tracy from Enterprise Magazine. I sell advertising. Do you think you'd be interested? So what a massive cringe that was. But what I did learn was that, you know, networking isn't about just going in, giving it the hard sell. It's about getting to know people, getting to like them. And, you you know, you like them, they like you. And that's when the trust starts to form um, is the no like trust. And it's so, so true. And and obviously um, I fell in love with it so much and started to do it um, the right way after three months of getting zero business. And month four to month 12, I went on to sell £95,000 worth of business just from networking the right way. So I could see the value and I so believed in it that I decided to set up my own network. Mm. So what you do now is create wonderful networking events, don't you? So that you can be that facilitator. Yeah, absolutely. And I grew up in the pub trade. So I was always used to having lots of people around me and just absolutely fell in love with that. So I didn't really want to go into the pub trade because it was really long hours. I wanted a life. I told my father he wanted to hand the business over to me. And I said, no, I don't want it because I didn't want to work every night. And on the weekends, I wanted a life. So this was the next best thing, really. So obviously what we do as a business, the, the brand of Intrabiz, is we bring people together and create a really nice belonging community, but a supportive community. So it's all about giving to people. And if you give, one day you will receive. Um, but even if you don't, it's great to give anyway. So I'm all about win-win um, relationships. If 
most people are pretty decent people. If you help them, and I've helped many hundreds, if not thousands of people over the years, but they'll help you back in, in some way, shape or form, you know? Yeah. And I love that philosophy. It's something that I really believe in truly as well, you know, giving and also giving without expecting something in return, you know, just giving because you can help or you can give some advice or you can connect somebody else to somebody else. You know, um, it's it's that whole kind of karma thing, isn't it? You know, you get back the energy that you put put out there. And I love that. But I'm also really interested to hear that you came from that kind of hospitality, you know, that father owned a pub, because I've always wondered where you get your beautiful bubbly personality because you're so good with people you're such a people person and you know it almost feels like this career was kind of set up for you yeah I and I think you're right you know but also I think when you're in business business is hard you know it's not easy and I think you've got to love what you do and I recently went to the Tony Robbins event up in Birmingham at the NEC and he, he shouted out you know what what do you love and the first thing I said was people you know, because that is, I love being surrounded by lots of people. I've always had lots of friends around, you know, I was an only child. My mum had a slip disc when I was younger. So the doctors advised her not to have any children, any more children after me. So I never had any brothers and sisters, but I always had, my dad used to pick my mum up from, from work when she used to do her secretarial job and he was working nights and obviously he'd get up for me um, once he'd had his couple of hours sleep, bless him. And he'd go and pick my mum up in the afternoon. It was always a car full of children, you know. And my mum used to say, oh, I wish I'd had more kids because they've always got loads here anyway. I was always that person that wanted lots of people. You know, I took friends on holiday. I was hardly ever alone. I always wanted to be around people. It's just where my energy comes from, you know. Um, yeah. I just love it. Mm, and and you're really really good at it hence you've you know built a really successful business so I'm thinking about my listeners because as you know they're all dance school owners or um in the dance world or some this way shape or form and of course our first go-to is our passion which is teaching and dance and the creative you know space of the arts the first thing that people don't feel, and this is one of my missions to try and change this, is that they're business people. And when we talk about networking events, I know for a fact, most of my listeners will be not rolling their eyes, but they just won't see themselves <laughs> in this space. They're going to be saying, Deborah, why have you got this lovely lady on to talk about networking? Because we don't do networking. That's all for business owners. It's not us. How could the networking space help my listeners? Well, you know, first and foremost, we're all human beings. So, and also a lot of my my people in my network, they become my friends. So not only is it good for friendship, if you're a business owner and you're sat there now thinking, oh, you know, what benefit is it going to do for me? We all have good days. We all have bad days. You know, we all want to not be on our own. We want support. We want that connection with people. You know, it's like if you join a golf club, you become friends with people networking is a bit like that you know a lot of my business associates and members have become really good true friends of mine okay yes they buy from me because i provide them with a platform and a service but first and foremost i've made some amazing friendships from that but not only that you learn a lot as well like i learn every single day you know we don't all know everything so it could be there's a new trend coming. There's um, a new podcast that's coming out that maybe people want to listen to, you know, with the, the, the dance business lab, <laughs> you know. So you 
you never know as well who you're going to talk to. It can change your business or your life. You know, and it could be that you meet somebody at a networking event and you're thinking, oh, my God, do I really need to go to this? All of a sudden, you could tell them what they do. Then they'll tell you what they do. And there could be some form of collaboration. Or it could be that you just need some business advice because nobody wants to be on their own and nobody should be on their own, which is why I love to create communities that people feel that they belong to something because we all want to belong to something. You know, we don't want to be on, we don't want to be Billy No Mates. We don't want to be on our own where, you know, we're not getting support and we're not getting advice. And you get that from networking. And I've learned so much from meeting other people. And then somebody might say, this is working really well in my business. You know, we do our online events and every single week we change the narrative. So there's different questions that we ask everyone. So they don't just come on and say, I'm Deborah and I run the dance, dance business lab. You know, we say to them, right, what's been your biggest challenge in your business? You know, what's the biggest mistake you've made? What marketing strategies are working for you? Because every week, not only are you getting to know people, you're getting to find out information about how they deal with their business. What problems have they had that you may have in the future? And all of a sudden, they've told you and you've remembered it thinking, oh, my God, Tracy um, from Interbiz said that she had this issue. Um, I've now got the same issue. That That's something that you can help with. So it's it's not just about selling to people. It's about connecting with people so that they can help you, support you, befriend you, collaborate with you. There's so many good reasons why people should go networking, but they, the biggest important thing is never, never to feel alone in your business because, as I say, you learn so much. And if you get a supportive network and you get people who you're in, you know, you everybody will find their own tribe. You know, not everybody is for intrabiz. You know, not everybody is for the dance business lab, but, at, you know, at the end of the day, the people you attract, they're the ones that you can you can help to change their life and support them, you know, and that's what networking is really connecting at a deeper level. Yeah. And I love that. And I think I would really love to encourage everybody to to think about networking and explore and research what research what's in your area, because. I know the first thing people are going to be thinking of is, but there's no networking event that I can go to that's full of dance studio owners. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say there is, and that's what my conference is all about. We've just come off the back of the conference. So, you know, that was all about meeting other people. You know, we had some phenomenal speakers. We had an incredible venue. We had a wonderful time. But ultimately, when you ask people to fill, fill out those feedback forms, the most important thing to them all was the connections, the friendships, and the talking to like-minded people. Yeah. So I'm busy trying to help in that respect with the dance industry. But I can imagine a lot of my people would say, but when we're not at the Dance Business Conference, Deborah, because that's only once a year, or if we're not in your membership where we get all this connecting with similar-minded people, you know, is there really benefit going to an event that doesn't necessarily have anyone else in my field. And I think what you've just explained is everyone in business goes through the same thing. It doesn't matter what type of business. And there are all kinds of people that you need to run your business, aren't there? You, you need an accountant and you need people that can design your website. And that's where these people are all hanging out, isn't it? And, you know, at the end of the day, you people buy people that they know, like and trust. If you meet somebody and you're having a problem with, say, your website and you you, you haven't had a, a good good relationship with your current web website developer, all of a sudden you meet someone else. You connect at a deeper level and then all of a sudden, 
oh my gosh, I could do business with you because it doesn't necessarily happen straight away. You know, and, and people who who go to the networking events, they say, oh, I want to go network and I'm going to get business straight away. And I said, it's more of a long-term strategy. Don't think of it as a short-term win. And I, I call it the butterfly effect. What a lot of people make the mistake of is they'll flit from one networking event to another. They don't build relationships because they're trying to grab business from each event. And, and okay, yes, we're all there to do business. You know, that's that's why we're in business is to get more business. But if you belong to a community that you go to regularly and you start to see people, you know, they say at the moment that it's, it used to be, I think, seven times before people saw your brand, heard your brand, saw you as a person that they potentially would do business with you. I think it's a lot more now because social media is so busy. Mm. So, you know, you have to go regularly for people to start to get to know you. And again, there's a lot of corporate companies out there have said to me so many times, oh, I've got a team of like eight people that all, we're going to send them all individually. They'll, you know, we'll take it in turns. And I always say to them, don't do that. Dedicate two or three people that come regularly because when it's, again, the butterfly effect, flitting in and flitting out, you're not really building deep relationships. And then guess what happens? People say, ah, networking doesn't work. Well, of course it's not going to work because you can't expect to go to an event, get business straight away, like, hello, please buy from me. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm not saying that you don't get business straight away because people are lucky and they do do that. But you've got to start to, to be visible, regular, show up, be consistent, you know, raise your profile. And when they say um, it's who you know, but it's also who knows you. And that's what people want. They want to get to know you as a person as your brand, what is it that you do? What do you stand for? You know, are you trustworthy? Can I do business with you? And one rule that I always have is if I meet somebody and I'd like to do business with them, would I take them home to have dinner with my parents? That's what I usually ask myself that question. Because if they have integrity, they're credible, they're trustworthy, they're likable, they're authentic, and they're real, I will do business with them. Um, but if they're not, and, and I wouldn't take them for, for dinner with my parents, I don't do business with them. Yeah. And, and what I love is that when you go to these types of events, like you say, you get to know somebody on a much deeper level than you would ever do by checking out their website or reading a few Google reviews. You know, it's it's that opportunity to really sense, to really be able to feel from your gut is this someone I share core belief systems with? Is this somebody that um, I feel aligns with my brand? And it's very difficult to get that, isn't it, from a website or an ad that you might see somewhere? So I thought I would just share with you guys today the um, planners that I have produced for dance school owners because these are flying out of Amazon like hotcakes and if you don't have yours yet then all you have to do is pop to Amazon and type into the search Deborah Laws and all three books will come up. So the ultimate dance business planner I designed for you so that you had a little bit of a Deborah on your desktop. <laughs> the planners are full of business training, tips, motivational quotes, uh, things to do at the start of the month, things to do at the end of the month, 
ways in which you can plan out your marketing and your retention and they are selling all over the world so go to amazon grab your number one best-selling ultimate dance business planner and enjoy mapping out the growth for your studio yeah absolutely and and as i say you know I believe that human connection is everything. And you usually know when you meet somebody and it's when you engage with them, you look them in the eye, you start asking them questions, you get to know what their values and their beliefs are, because usually people will do business with people have got the same values and the same beliefs. And that's why I said not everybody is for everybody. You know, some people um, are, are completely different personalities to me and they'd rather, you know, and, and they then attract their their type of personality to, personality to that person and vice versa, you know. So I think, you know, you've got to, you've got to engage with people so that they can get to know you and see what you're all about um, to see if there's ways of, uh, of helping them and you help, you know, you helping them and them helping you create those win-win relationships, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I went to a, a networking event once because I, I was just inquisitive, like what happens to these things? It was one of the breakfast ones where you turn up super, super early so that everyone can go off and, and have their day. And um, I had a performance coming up with my dance score and I hadn't even really thought about it, but I'd gone along to this event and I stood there and I thought, okay, there's a lawyer over there and there's a funeral director over there and there's an osteopath there. We all had to get up and stand and talk about what we did in our business, which I have to say was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my life. It is for a lot of people. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I found myself kind of a bit cringing and like, why did I come? And I'm, I don't think this is for me. I'm not going to come again. And anyway, I explained what it was I did. Um, busy thinking, well, I can't serve anybody here. Like nobody's going to want my my services. And I explained about the fact that, you know, we were just about to have a show in the theatre locally. And I was just talking a little bit about what I just sat back down again. And I kind of sat there and thought, yeah, this is a complete waste of time. And do you know, by the time I come to the end, someone came up to me and said, so we run the local, um, I think it was an osteopath. We, we have a, an osteopathy practice down the road. Do you have paid ads in your program and I said well no I've never really thought about that and he said well would you be interested I would love to be able to put an ad in your your program I thought what a great idea that would go towards some of the costs of printing my program and with that I kind of latched onto that idea and I thought well that's what I'm going to talk to people about so I kind of went around the room and by the time I left I had got four businesses that had agreed and signed up signed up to put an ad in my program which paid for all the printing costs of the programs I then had a lovely relationship relationship with them. So I then went on to develop uh, a system where I connected with local businesses and every month we would have a business of the month and we would do some social media about that business. We would send information out in our newsletter about the local business. And in return, they gave my customers um, and my clients like a special offer or some discount for that month. Um, and I suddenly started to realize that actually we're all in business. All these local businesses are like mine. They want to be seen. They want to get in front of people. And for nothing more than turning up to a breakfast networking session, I paid for these most beautiful programs. And it was the that was the start for me of actually there is value in networking. Even Collaboration at its best. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Even if there's not another dance school owner in sight, you know, there are so many people with professions that we still need to help us. And I think um, that was the biggest takeaway that I got anyway. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I say, networking, never underestimate who you're talking to, because like you said, you, you've you created yourself an opportunity. And I talk about opportunities and a lot of people don't see the opportunities. They don't identify them. They can't envisage them, but they are floating around the universe all the time. There's so many opportunities out there. And this is the other thing I always say, you will always find a common ground in every single person that you meet. Sometimes it might be instant, right? Sometimes it might take 10 minutes. Other times it might take 30 minutes or an hour, but there will always be that common ground. And when you find that common ground, that is when the magic will happen because you've connected at a deeper level. And I'll just share a quick story with you. I went to the Tony Robbins event a few weeks ago and I've already converted two people to my network and I've sold 2,200 pounds worth of business. That's that's literally in the last two weeks. Okay. And do you know what? Do you know how I met them? One of them I met in the queue when I was queuing up to, to have a coffee. So when you were saying about networking events, you can network everywhere because all it is, is talking to people and socializing for business. Okay. So I have literally picked up members in a garage in, you know, in the queue of a bank, I'll talk to anyone, anytime. I was walking back to um, uh, the car park after the Tony Robbins, ended up meeting this lady, okay, Mariam. She lives in Switzerland, chatting, you know, we were chatting away and I was, you know, talk, talk, talk. Whereas a lot of people put their head down and carry on walking. She's one of the ones that I converted. And then the other lady, Dorota uh, and her husband, they were in the queue and I start, I turned around, started talking to them and said, oh, you know, I run a networking company. And they said, oh, we're useless at networking. So I've sold her my course, um, which is starting in uh, a week Monday and she's joined the network. So that's how, I, and, and that's literally from talking to somebody as you're walking down the road and obviously in the queue in the coffee shop when you're queuing up to get a coffee. And I love that, Tracy. I think that's really, I'm really pleased that you mentioned that actually, because there are a lot of people that will think, I'm, I'm not going to a breakfast networking meeting or a, a, a business networking. So that's just not for me. I appreciate what Deborah and Tracy are talking about, but that's not for me. But that's amazing. Like they don't have to go to any kind of meeting. Just be prepared to talk to people. And we don't do that anymore, do we? I mean, I know you're I a great talker. <laughs> I know you. You're the most amazing talker and networker. You know, and when anyone ever meets you, um, it's no surprise what you do because you're amazing at this. But how would you, and that leads on to a question I had written down, actually, so it perfectly leads into that. What happens, what advice do you have if you are naturally quite an introvert and this doesn't come naturally like it does for you? Yeah, and I, I talk about introverts a lot. If I just give you this one tip, okay, and, it, you know, you, we can use it as a funny story, but just look, just sit there the one day before. And if you're going to a networking event, like, oh my God, I'm dreading walking into the room because introverts don't like walking into a room and being crowded with people. They like to have one-on-one. -on -one. It doesn't mean they're not confident. It just means that they, that it's, I think too many people can suck up their energy. So it's an absolute opposite of me. And they like to, once they've gone away from the networking event, they like to recalibrate and, oh my God, they just need time on their own. So I always think of this, the most amazing entrepreneurs, Richard Branson is an introvert, you know, so Richard Branson, many other entrepreneurs who are super successful are introverted, but that's okay because you're all amazing at what you do. And just, I always say this, look in the mirror and think to yourself, hey, I know my stuff. I know what I'm on about, you know, I've got a lot of value to give. 
So what I need to do is to go out there into the world, into this event and share that knowledge with other people. It's my duty. And when you flip it from, oh my God, I'm dreading walking into a room or I'm dreading going into this event and think of actually, I know my stuff. I'm good at what I do. And now I need to pass on this knowledge so that I can see how I can help other people because business is about solving a problem or serving a need. So don't think of it. And and if you flip to to show that you're there to serve other people and show up for other people rather than yourself and being dread, having that dread, you will walk in with a different mindset. Mm, yeah. And it is mindset, isn't it? It's it's all about what we think, what our preconceived ideas are, like mine. Oh, this event's not going to be for me. And it's just keeping that open mind, isn't it? Yeah. Ne- never judge a book by its cover because remember that film, I'm sure most of your listeners will have watched Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. And do you remember when she goes into that uh, that store, that fashion shop, and um, they look at her because she was dressed in a thigh-high boots and a short skirt. They prejudge her because obviously she was a woman of the streets, <laughs> that politely. And she then gets the, the rich boyfriend in Richard Gere, doesn't she? And what does he do? Go shopping, go and spend some money. And what did she do? She went next door to their competitors and spent a shed load of money, takes the bags, walks back into the store where they made her feel inferior and they made her feel as though she was a nothing. And she pulls the bags up and says, big mistake, huge. And she walks back out. And those women go, oh my God, didn't they? Because they knew that they could have spent money. So whoever you're talking to, we all have issues, okay? We all have our, our, our stuff to deal with, good and bad. So if you can make somebody feel special, if you can make somebody feel that they belong to something, that you care about listening to them and giving them your time and attention, they will never, ever forget you. So always go and look for that person. And if you're feeling that you're dreading walking into the room, there's other people that are feeling that. But go up to somebody and smile at them and say, hi, you know, I would go up to somebody. I always like to go for the people who are on their own because they you can tell when they're feeling uncomfortable because their body language tells them they're feeling uncomfortable. They're feeling fidgety. They're hogging the, the wine or the teas and coffees and the cakes, whatever, you know, where the food or the drinks are they're, they're, and they're fidgeting and you can tell or they're perspiring. You can tell that somebody's feeling uncomfortable. But let me tell you, if you can make somebody feel comfortable, they will never forget you. And I'll, again, I'll share another quick, quick story. I had a lady with a similar situation. I knew she was feeling uncomfortable at an event, a charity event at the Vale Hotel in Hensel. And I'd gone to this event on a Friday evening and she was a super successful entrepreneur. She owned a law firm and she employed 400 people. And I went up to her and I said, and I won't say her real name, but I'll just say it's Sarah, isn't it? And I said, yes. And she said, um, and, and I said, oh, can I introduce you to a couple of people? I can see that you're on your own, you know. And she said, that would be amazing. And her, her shoulders dropped. She was more relaxed. And I took her over to my two little groups of people. And I introduced her. And about 10 minutes later, she came over to me and she said, Tracy, she said, thank you so much. I've got to go now she said, because my guests have started to arrive because she booked a table of 10 and invited nine other people. But she said, I haven't got your business card. She said, we're not involved with Intrabiz, are we? And I said, no. So she said, can I take your card? So I gave her my card. I, I took her card and I gave her mine. And I, for another rule, always follow up with people within 24, 48 hours. I followed up with her. This was a Friday evening. I followed up with her on the Monday. I would have been a bit sad if I'd have done it over the weekend. 
Um, followed up with her on the Monday, couldn't get hold of her. Finally got hold of her on the Thursday. It took me four days because I'm like a Rottweiler. If somebody says ring me, I will ring them until they tell me to go away. So I eventually got hold of her on the Thursday. I arranged a meeting with her and a HR director the following week. I went in and I came out of that call with £5,000 worth of business. Why? Because I made her feel special. I made her feel comfortable when she was feeling uncomfortable. So I implore anybody, go out there. And if you make somebody feel comfortable and you make them feel special, you don't know where that will take you. Did I think I was going to get £5,000 worth of business? No. I was just talking to her because I wanted to meet her because she was such a successful entrepreneur. But I actually caught her when she was feeling uncomfortable. And the following week, I came out with £5,000. What a beautiful story. What a beautiful story. And so, you know, giving of yourself so effortlessly, not for any reason or any purpose other than to make her feel more comfortable. And, uh, you know, look, look what came back for you around that, which is, yeah, lovely, really lovely lesson for us. Thank you for sharing. This is, I mean, this I'm guessing is the kind of stuff that you, as well as creating these events, you also teach some of this stuff. So what is it, you've mentioned a course that you've got coming up. What is it that you do when you teach people this stuff? Yeah, so I've got, it's it's a basic course. So it's it's not necessarily for people that know how to network and that monetize their connections already. But for those of you who are new to networking, or you're not monetizing your networking, because a lot of people, again, will say to me, you know, oh, yeah, I go networking. And I say, but are you monetizing it? And they go, "Uh," you know, it's just a tick box, especially if they work for a big corporate, they go because they have to go. And I said, but yeah, you should be monetizing your connections. So it's a basic course that will help people as the start of their journey. So what we cover in that five-week course is how to pitch. So what message to get across in a clear, concise way with confidence, because obviously if you're not confident, people won't buy from you. It also, we will cover some sales strategies in there. So it's how to overcome objections, how to ask questions and how to ask thought provoking questions that will help you to get to where you want to go or to potentially help them in their, in their business. We'll also um, touch on um, target audience. So understanding people's target audience and how to tap into it. And then the last thing that we touch on is how to follow up. But we also give give introverts tips as well, because a lot of introverts do struggle. Um, so if, if you are introverted, if you're fairly new to networking or you're not necessarily new to it, but you're not monetizing it, this course is ideal for you. And it's starting on the 28th of this month for five weeks. So it's five hours. It will be pre-recorded. So if people are on holiday or they miss a week, they will always get the recording as well so that they've got that for life, that they can listen to it again and go over it and take some notes. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that because, you know, this is what people need because they're not monetizing or they're not necessarily or they're just going to tick a box or they're going along and they're bumbling along and, and they're not really sure where to go. So I will guide them on the right path at the start of their journey uh, um, until um, we then do the follow-ups and then they're they're hopefully inspired and empowered to go out there and and do what they need to do best. Fabulous. It sounds awesome. I think I need to sign up for this course. <laughs> <laughs> well, the course is only 497. So if, if anybody is interested, I normally sell it at 997, but I'm doing it at a special price at the moment because I want to get more people on it. I want to make it accessible for people. So if anybody's interested, please let me know. 
Wonderful. Yeah, and we'll pop, obviously, your link into our show notes. Um, I love to wrap up our interviews with some fun, quick-fire questions. So is is that okay? Can I shoot some things yeah, at you? Yeah, go for it. What comes out? Okay. I'm all, all right. about fun. <laughs> uh, we, all start, we always start with the easiest, easiest one possible. So favourite ice cream? Um, coffee. Coffee ice cream is my absolute favourite. Oh, I don't think I've had that one yet. Um, oh, favourite favorite business book? Um, Think and Grow Rich and Three Feet from Gold. Oh, amazing. Go and look at those ones. If you could hang out with somebody that's no longer with us for 15 minutes, who might that be? Oh, Elvis Presley. Oh, why Elvis Presley? Well, I loved Elvis anyway. Um, he was an um, he was an amazing entertainer, amazing singer, but what you know, but also an amazing businessman as well. Because what he created and the legacy he left was in, insane. So yeah, absolutely, that's a good one. And what about if you could spend fifteen minutes with somebody that's still alive now? Who would that be? Um, the Dalai Lama. And would you have questions to ask him? Or do you just want to hang out? Yeah, I just want to hang out with him. and just You just want, want the photos, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to get to know him. I'd love to get to know him at a deeper level. Mm, awesome. And Jay Shetty's the other one. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, what about, okay, last one. What do you have on your bucket list that you plan to do in the next couple of years? Well, I definitely um, want to go to Thailand. Um. And I'm I'm actually on my bucket list was a hot air balloon experience, which is happening on the 31st of August. I'm I'm all about creating memories with friends and family. Love to do different things. Um, obviously, the hot air balloon experience has been happening for nearly two years now. I bought it two years ago with Virgin because <laughs> obviously I'm a massive fan of Sir Richard. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and obviously go back to Necker Island as well, because obviously I had the absolute privilege of going there in 2019. So I want to go back there again. Amazing. So that's on your bucket list to go again. Fabulous. Tracy, it's been so much fun. And I think you've really given my listeners an insight into a world that they perhaps previously didn't really think was for them. So I'm really thrilled that you have potentially opened the eyes for us dance business owners to look at networking and how it can be helpful in, you know, in quite a different way. And really appreciate of your time today. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, no problem. And it's an absolute pleasure. And thank you for inviting me on. Really appreciate it, Deb. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. So I wanted to quickly tell you a little bit about Showtime Circus. This is run by my good friend, Jess, who has created an incredible circus bolt-on franchise for your dance school. Because aerial and circus performance skills has become a really desirable skill set for choreographers and casting directors. And so Showtime Circus offers the opportunity to buy a franchise package, which will give you all of your necessary equipment, training from experienced staff, syllabus plans, ongoing support, and business support to launch your new franchise. It will really energize your school with increased revenue streams, new student opportunities, and of course, bring all the fun of the circus to your school. So do go and visit showtimecircus.co.uk to find out what the new buzz is around 
circus skills. 